Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I could see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, papi. Take it over here. Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. It's been on my mind. So, um, you know, this your girl from Detroit. Give me back when you get a chance, okay? Talk to you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. This is T.K. Kirkland. So let me introduce you to one of the flyest niggas in the game. Some of you do know, some of you don't know, some of you will know after this. Godfrey Dantima, one of the funniest comedians in the world. Trust me when I tell you that. And you make sure you follow him on Instagram. At, what's your Insta- ID, uh, Godfrey? It's Comedian Godfrey. Comedian Godfrey, G-O-D-F-R-E-Y. All right, cool. So what's up, pal? We just talk, Godfrey. We don't, I don't ask questions. If they come, they come. They don't, they don't. Right. We just kick it like we always do. Right. You know? So how you oh. doing with that young lady at the house? I'm good, man. You know, I'm doing, mm-hmm. we're going, we're good, doing good, man. We had separated, you know, you know, I've been with her for a long time and shit. Right. You know, like 12 years. And remember when you was telling me, give me advice, you need to fucking leave. You know, it ain't right. good for it. You know, but you right. know what's so funny is like, one thing about New York City is you know how when you find a nice spot, you don't want to leave that shit? That's true. That's right. That's right. And you will take, you will take a fucked up relationship if the fucking apartment is nice. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's so true. Because <laughs> motherfuckers so are living in some fucked up situations in New York, but it's, it's, uh, real estate is so fucking scarce that you're right. like, fuck, man, I'm just going to take that shit. Because people were like, how the fuck are you living with her and doing it? I go, nigga, it's, a, it's Midtown. That shit is dope. I'm on the 27th right. floor, man. <laughs> right, that's true, yo. It's true. Relationship is about convenience in New York City, man. Right, <laughs> and it's good that y'all was able to pull out to the audience that's listening. You know, I've been a mentor to a lot of people in the world. This is like my dearest friend, and he was having that's a problem with a female, but he was trying to be a player at one time when he was really one of the corniest niggas in the world. But he pulled a <laughs> Tiger Woods on a nigga. <laughs> He pulled the Tiger Woods on a nigga because I never knew the nigga was a player. And one day I'm talking to the motherfucker, and he got bitches and fuck that other bitch at the house. And I can't believe this is this corny little motherfucker I met out in Chicago. But the world has changed, and he's still an awesome dude. But he was able to pull out the situation with this young lady. Which, now, does she still have niggas come to the house when you out of town? Oh, that's no, nah, listen. Let me tell you what went down. Okay, now listen. I'm gonna be real. Let's like, be real. We, yeah. We we the most we the fucking we the play of we listen. I did so much damage, dude. Right. I, I've been you know fucking around with women. Oh, come on, man. Compared to. Because guys are built differently, man. Right. We are built differently, man. Because like uh, we'll cheat on. We'll fuck a hundred girls, and a girl will get one dude, and we want to break her fucking neck. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so she, she, she told me, the thing I like about her is that she told me the truth. She said, listen, I'm a, you you don't want to stop doing what you're doing. You're disrespecting me. You're treating me like shit. Yo, I'm going to break up with you. She she never lies. One thing she doesn't right. do shit on my back. She mm-hmm. goes, she's like a fucking dude. She's like, I'm going to break up with you, and we're going we're gonna to do you, do you, you do, I'm going to do me. I was like, all right, you know. Right. You know? But staying and in so, the same house. We stayed in the same, we stayed in the same house because we do got love for each other. See, that's the right. thing because she, we actually get along with each other. I'm, her family loves me. She, she has my back regardless of how mad she is. She right. always has my back. I'm first all the motherfucking time. Me and her father had the same birthday, dude. Like, right. her father hates everybody. I was the first nigga that he liked. Like, right, okay. 
I said, and I told her the reason why, because I had a father. I said, I got a right. father, and I have an older sister, and I know what it's like to have a stern father that don't play that shit. So it was, right. it was easy to adjust to him. I understood him. So, so, so when, it, when she started doing her own thing, you know, she, like, started, when she brought a motherfucker into the house, I, I came home early one time. Right. From a road trip, and this nigga's shit was around. The nigga was Damn. In, in, in the, yeah. And I busted them. Right. You know? But she was like, oh, I didn't know you were coming back. I didn't really care. I go, you fuck you. You wanted me to see this shit. You so how did you handle it? What'd you do? I, um, I damn near, I damn near punched her the fuck out. Okay. I almost did. I didn't though. I, I, because she, I was like, yo, what the fuck? And I was coming in to bring my stuff. And she goes, you got to stay out of the uh, apartment for a while. And I was like, what? And she was blocking the door. And I fucking like, pushed it up and I mushed her face. Get the fuck out of my way. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Just to hear you say get the fuck out of my way is hilarious. And then it was a dude that was at, a, at, at our gym that she was fucking around with. Wow. She did that shit on purpose because so she... The dude, but did, did, and the, did the motherfucker knew you used to be fucking with her too? Yeah, but he didn't... I, I, um, she made it. She didn't. He. I don't think he really knew anything because right. she kept it. She. He wasn't his fault, dude. It wasn't his fault. No, no, no. It's never the nigga fault unless he knows. No, it wasn't his fault. But she, right. I went to see who it was, and I was like, "Oh, this nigga at the gym." And so I, I we, we were at Equinox, and I don't go to that gym anymore. I make right. sure I don't. I, I don't go there because I'm not a kind of guy. I don't start trouble like that. I don't bring trouble. I'm not gonna go to a place like a little. I'm not in high school. So right, I, I just, that's there's right. a lot of other gyms that I go to. So uh -huh. I said, if I go to that gym and I see both of you together, I'm going to hit you with a fucking weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put you in a coma. I'll, I'll, I'll put you in a coma. But I'll, now I'll, why, I'll, though? Now why? Why? I don't, and why you know why? Because I'm, I was being, my ego was just like, just Thank fucking you. knock her right. and him the fuck out. Go get that's your right. dudes, get, get some ski masks, and fucking fuck his ass. I, I mean, I had right. some dudes like, yo, let us know, nigga, we wait. We'll fuck that nigga up. I said, you know what? Nah. You know, because, you know, as a comic, you collect goons over the years. Right. You know, you know, you know, TJ, you can go to any city and have niggas touched easily. You know that? Right, right. You can just call a motherfucker up and say, yo, man, I need some help. And them niggas will come to you because they've been fans right. of yours. So right. I got that. But every time I get these motherfuckers, it be all kind of motherfuckers. Russian, Jew, they be like, anytime you need some shit, let us know. I go, right. oh, okay. You know what I mean? So I, I was like, you know what? I might have to use the uh, shit. Right. I, I was like, on that. But what I'm on but now you know how I keep it one hundred with you. But you know, see, when people hear this story and then you hear yourself talk, you know what you're not hearing. And I always tell you this: you cause the problem. So, but I, I always try to fight. See, no matter what a nigga say, no matter what a nigga mm. like, yo, I'm fucked up, I'm gonna fuck that nigga up, bitch. You better not be with that nigga. Is the word called accountability? Mm -hmm. I told you to leave the bitch alone so that right. you don't have to go try to fuck a nigga. Because what you didn't see, and I like for men to go through their journey in life and one day say, you know what, TK was right. That's why I was telling you, leave yeah. her alone. Because, see, yeah. men sling dick, like you said, all around the world, and the bitch just rub a nigga ball, right? Just, just. Cuts the ball just a little bit. The nigga want the nigga want to blow up the whole motherfucking block. And this is what I'm trying to get men to get in control of their emotion, because it's niggas out here, Godfrey, killing bitches for less. Yeah, yeah. You got niggas putting bitches at the wall. You got niggas putting bitches in the trunk. You got niggas killing the bitch and the kids and the niggas. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You mean it every day. This is what happened. Uh -huh. So there's a point where I was like, my, listen, I said, you don't have to leave the nigga shit around. You just try to get me back. And she's like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I broke up. I said, listen, I don't give a fuck. Everybody has grimy in them. If you push right. anybody to anger, I don't give a fuck how classy you are. You still a nigga. You just right. like me. You don't, right. you don't act like all of a sudden his shit is around. She goes, well, you used to leave girls shit around. I go, girls leave shit around 
on purpose to get me in trouble. Every right. dude that fucks around with a chick tries to clean the fuck up after they're finished. Are you kidding me? We look around, we go, I'll make sure no earrings are around, make sure no hairs are around. Every woman plants her shit around so that the other chick can see the shit. I don't fucking leave. You let him leave his shit around. You understand? And I was like, I, listen, you can do you, but I didn't even bring, listen, I didn't even bring girls to the apartment like that. You know, because she's always there. She's a homebody. You know what right. I mean? So I was like, I didn't even bring no chicks there. You know what I mean? I was like, if you saw girls shit around, that's because they left it there, not because, oh, just let the nigga, he would leave, he would leave shit in the fucking laundry um, basket. <laughs> Remember what LL Cool J said? Leave my drawers in his hamper? Right. Yeah. So I was but, like, but, you're just trying to get me back. But then I told her, I got one day, I said, you know what? You do that one more time, I'm going to fuck you up for real. I'm not even, I don't give a fuck at this point. I said, I'm serious. Then she wanted Let me to tell you how all that's wrong on so many yeah. levels. So many levels. One, yeah. what I always taught you mm. is that when you ever fuck another nigga, another bitch, yo, you don't take her to your apartment. You take her to a hotel. Whenever she fucks another nigga, she gotta, the nigga got to pick her up and bring her to his spot. The nigga right. should have never been fucking in your, in your fucking house. Exactly. Regardless of what exactly. understanding you got. The bitch, the nigga should have came and picked her up. So he a bum nigga. Like, only reason why I checked that nigga, I'm like, nigga, you can fuck the bitch, but don't you have your own spot? Exactly. Dude, I said the same thing. I said, listen, I said, you're doing this because you're so mad at me. Because you know why? Because I fucked the chick that she knew. That okay. We hanging out with. I fucked the chick that she knew. So right. I said, you're, okay, you're getting me back. Okay, but she goes, I'm not getting I said, you are. All right, fine. But go to that nigga's place and do go that. Go to why the nigga's spot. That's real. Go to that nigga's place. Why can't we keep this sacred? Right. You hide constant when he comes there because you're trying to look single or whatever the fuck. She was trying to keep him neutral. I go, you 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 stuffing my shit all over the place, and then you gonna leave this nigga shit out. I go, you got one more time to leave this nigga shit right. out. And no, I, you should have said you got one more. Don't, don't the nigga shouldn't come to my motherfucking house, bitch. You got the game I fucked up. I told her that. I said, listen, you got if you're getting me back, that's fine. But you're not really getting me back. I'm just being a dude, and we're built differently. But you're really not getting me back. Right. I'm still gonna fuck my bitches. I'm still gonna fuck them. I don't give a fuck. But you got this one dude, and if you guys are, I don't know what you fall in love. I said I never, ever, ever mentally connected to any of the bitches I was fucking. I didn't care. I can, guys can do that. We can dip and leave. We don't even have to think about them. Right. So I, but I'm like, if you have feelings for this dude. You need to take your shit and get the fuck out of here. Go. Get out. Go mm -hmm. over there. And then she goes, oh, yeah, he's, um, but he's nice. I go, listen, every nigga is the shit at the beginning. That's the trailer <laughs> to the movie, stupid. Right. Bitch. You understand me? I said, every nigga is the shit. I said, wait till he hangs out with you for a little bit longer and listens to your fucking mouth. All right? <laughs> wait till he hears you. And then you know what? That's what? Now, it was back and forth. So I just said, you know what? Even the doorman was like, yeah, he's, he, he came by again. I said, that's fine. No big deal. I said, listen, we're broken up. It's not right. like he's doing it on the back. It's just that I just don't like the fact that she got to bring it there. And then right. so what, I did, what I did was I, she goes, oh, how, do you, how can you bring girls here? I'm always here. I got bitches. I fucked a girl in there like two hours. Like, when she was gone for, like, two hours, I just got a bitch and fucked her. Just, just to prove something. Right. A bitch. Just to prove something. I said, you don't understand me. I didn't fuck a girl in an hour. Fuck out of here. Right. You know what I mean? So, 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 after a while, something clicked in me. I just woke up and said, I don't give a fuck anymore. I said, mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck anymore. I said, just do, do you, you do him. But I'm saying, if you don't disrespect me with his shit around, I'm telling you, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm not even playing. I'm not bullshitting you. Do not do that shit. Keep your shit. Just don't, I don't, just don't be disrespectful. You can go hang with him. You, your friend. Now, what is the person? Now, why does she have to stay around? Like, why can't she just go on and live her life? Like, why 
are you guys living in misery like that? Like, you know why what? was you living in misery like that? I understand you staying there because you was there first. Right. No, we were both there. We we were living in my Bronx house. Remember the Bronx house? Right. I was in the Bronx. So the, but she moved. She she We both, the shit's under my name, we both moved, decided to move to um, Manhattan or whatever. Okay. And I was fucking around with women and shit, blah, blah, blah. She, you know, because she had a phone. You know, all women, they all get your phone and find right. shit out and blah, blah, blah and read your text and shit. Right. And so, High school shit. And so, right. And so after that, she, I, I just, some, for some reason, I went into cruise control because there's a point where, you know, you go, I don't give a fuck anymore. And I right. Said, oh, you know what? And I started to increase my stable. I was like, I'm just going to get more bitches. That's, okay. that's my father always told me. If you ever have a problem with women, you go get more of them and you can forget about the other ones. I said, you're right. So I went by that philosophy and mm-hmm. I just started running into more chicks, la la. And then I didn't give a fuck anymore. I didn't care whether he came or went. I didn't care. And something happened. I don't know what happened, but she just like started like really paying attention to me again. It was weird, man. She just started. But my question to you again, I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt. Here's my question. But, but why was she staying though? I know she loves you, but that's why. That, Okay, so that's what she's saying. Okay, all right. She was staying because she loves the shit out of me. Because that's painful. Don't you agree? Of course. Listen. Man. You know you've been in some fucked up situations, too. Right. Remember remember the situation? I will never forget this one. When you were driving and you saw your girl in a car with another motherfucker in traffic. Man. Damn. Yo. Remember when you called me? Remember that shit? You called me, you said, God free. God free. <laughs> nigga. 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 Do you know what motherfucking happened to me? God free. Man. <laughs> you go, I'm driving, right? So I'm driving. <laughs> I'm in traffic. I turn around and my bitch is in the car with another nigga. God another free. nigga. You Real remember that shit? Yes, sir. You were going through hell. Yes, and I now, was. But, but you had a kid, right? You had a child with her, right? Yeah, I sure did. And so that's even heavier, man. So it sure is. Like, it is right. You went through, and I'm like, well, you know, TK, you've been through some shit, but I understand now why people stick it out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. You're in a situation where you just go, I don't know what the fuck's happening. I'm just going to take this shit day by day. I don't know what the fuck to do. It's so surreal. You know, See, my situation, what I did with that, because I had caught a case, because I had right. lost, I caught a case behind that shit, but then right. I had to outthink everybody. I had to outthink the right. prosecutor. I had to outthink okay. her ass. Right. I had to outthink so many people, which I won, right? But when I mean yeah. outthink them, try not to go to jail because my record was bad. Right. Try to convince her not to press charges because when yeah. women are mad, they go into court to press charges if if they not solid. And she wasn't solid. Right. This we I moved back in the house, stayed in my daughter's room. Right. I woke up one morning day to go to court. I hear her upstairs getting dressed. Like, where you going? She said, I'm going to court. You try to kill me, bitch. Ain't nobody trying to motherfucking kill you. (laughs) So, so instead of going to jail, they gave me five years probation, 280 days work release. Um, 52 weeks of domestic violence classes. Damn. And true story, yo. When I went to go see the probation officer, she said, they're setting you up to go to prison. What? She said, there's no way you can do all this. Oh. Yeah. See, See, when what men don't understand is that when people put you on probation, you really got to be disciplined. Because if you're not disciplined, you go in the prison. 
Do you know in wow. three years I knocked all that shit out? Damn. That's how disciplined I was. Now, don't get it fucked up. I did some Houdini tricks in my, up my sleeve because, you know, I'm that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want motherfuckers thinking I'm a superhero, but I am a Houdini. <laughs> I can create some magical shit. But it led to me teaching people now, and my situation was to get out of it. See, you obviously love her as well. Oh, That's yeah. why you stayed. But it's good that you explored yourself, because what I always told you when you was a youngster was to explore the world before you settled down. See, mm -hmm. you know, that's what I wanted you to do. So when we hadn't talked in so many years, then we got back together and we was catching up and we talked about mm -hmm. women, et cetera, and you was telling me mm -hmm. how you were slinging dick. I'm in shock because if anybody would ever told me Godfrey <laughs> slinging dick the way you slinging dick, I'd like, get the fuck out of here. That nigga ain't doing that. That's the, the nicest, corniest nigga in the world. <laughs> but this comedy game, this world, can change niggas like you and change niggas like Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods ain't been the same since he was slinging dick because he had no guidance. <laughs> he didn't have no guidance. You know, your dad was cool, but then you always had me. You always had me to call. But let me call Pete to the motherfucking case. You know what I'm and, and I have no problem with that because I never had problem with women. I've never. always because I listen. Never. I've always used my style, you know, I'm Mr. But see that's so funny, because I was just thinking about this. I said, fucking TK went to college. You're no right. different than me. You're a college motherfucker. You went True. to college, you were a track star. I was an athlete, a track star. But it's so funny, but you had the street shit with you. Right. You have both. So that's a double That's a double whammy. You got a double arsenal. You street that's smart, true. and you fucking academically smart. Because I've right. seen you be all mad articulate and shit. I'd be like, look at this motherfucker. He's all like, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. So... <laughs> so you come into my world, you corny motherfucker. He thinks that's you're you but then right. you got that other shit. You got right. shit because I've seen you in Chicago. I saw how you rocked. I remember, right. remember the time because because Raymond Lambert, shout out to Raymond Lambert who owned All Jokes Aside, who I still keep in touch with. Right, he love said, him to death. Yeah, he and he would partner me up with you in July. I always did your show. Remember? Right, that's true. Yeah, I always I always did your show because I was different. I was funny, yep. and yep. all your whole show. Was full of drug dealers. Remember that one? What's the oh guy that looked like God. Mike Tyson? No drug dealer motherfucker. Yep. Everybody. All the hustlers came He's, to my show. All the hustlers came, and I was doing your shows, man. And I was getting love because I was myself. I wasn't right. copying your shit. My shit was different. It was whatever yep. it was. And yep. I remember the one time when you got arrested after your show. <laughs> you was there that night, yo. I was there. Oh, my God. I was there because the cops the cops were in the back laughing. You were killing. And then you got off stage and you said, and you just put your hands behind your back. No, 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 no. That didn't happen. I didn't put my hands behind my back. See, we had two shows that night. Did they walk Remember? No, this is what happened. They looking so for me, but I'm standing mm -hmm. in the lobby. I saw the cops. See, I already knew they were looking for me, right? Right. Because when I checked right. into the hotel... The bellman had told me, he said, Mr. Kirkland, the Chicago uh, Police Department is looking for you. And, you know, I had attorneys everywhere. So I called Bolo. You know my nigga Bolo. Oh, Bolo. So I, Bolo. Yeah. yeah, Bolo. So I called Bolo. Bolo called our attorney. The attorney mm -hmm. called me and said, whatever you do, don't get arrested. We'll go see them tomorrow morning. Right? Okay. So I'm looking out the window. You know how you have to live and you can look out the window and yeah, see yeah. the street? I saw a cop car down the street. I saw it. It was just sitting there. And I was like, no problem. Go back in, chilling. Second show starting. The cop mm -hmm. car is closer. Now my spider senses is tingling. Right? I'm like, I'm going down. <laughs> But I don't right. know what's going down. 
so all my right. niggas is in the building. So when the show right. is over, word gets back to me, TK, the police is here looking for you. We go in right. Raymond's office, in Mary's office. Shit. We change clothes. My niggas like, yo, you put on my clothes, I take your clothes. It's 15 of us. We go all walk out the door and go different ways. We walk out the door, dog. We all go different motherfucking ways. And yes. the cop comes on the sidewalk about 10 minutes because I'm walking my ass off. <clears throat> Got me in the car, take me to jail. I go to jail like about 10 o'clock that night. Nigga, I'm on the street at 1 o'clock the next day Damn. because the cops, um, when they arrested me, my attorney got there that morning. He came in. He said, listen, the state attorney is getting ready to talk to you. You tell them on the advice of my counsel, I have nothing to say to you. And when I said that, yo, they let me go. But in my heart, I want to say, let me tell you what the fuck happened. Just a little bit down. And I That's what I wanted because you think when you talk to them, it's going to save right. your life. <laughs> when you think, see, most motherfuckers go to jail and someone talks, you want to have somebody to talk to because you think you talking is saving your life. But any motherfucker with a badge, any prosecutor, mm -hmm. any judge, their job is to lock you the fuck up because it's not honest anymore. It's a business. Right. It's a business now. And it's a business because they make money off you. I read an article where a city sued the state because they wasn't sending them enough prisoners to go to what? jail. Yes, sir. Well, you know, I was, you saw that 13, that, that uh, documentary 13? No, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Oh, my God. And it's something, of course, you know, nothing new. Privatizing jails. It's a lot of money in, in prison systems. You can buy stock in that shit. It's right. It's but public enemy was talking, you know, you know, doctor. Right. About that shit back in the day anyway. So and see the and, and the like, goal is right. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, Godfrey. See what you okay. know what the goal really is though. People well, get mad about shit like that, but you we can preach and walk and have motherfucking hashtags, but the goal is not to go to jail. Exactly. Do you understand? <laughs> see, they could do whatever the fuck they want to do. But the goal is not to go to jail. It's not to do nothing wrong. But a lot of times niggas is doing stupid ass shit. They doing stupid right? shit. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, not saying that, I'm not saying that those cops don't try to accuse us of shit. I'm not saying they don't. Right. But I noticed a lot of niggas is doing dumb ass shit. That dumb track shit. Them. I tell exactly. niggas, go to the museum. They never arrest niggas in museums. Never. Go to the museum. <laughs> Go to a museum, go to a library. They never, in the history of music, I've never seen a nigga get arrested. That's go so true. Go through that orange shit. Quit, doing, quit hanging out in front of the bodega. Doing, right. That's what they do to you, man. Motherfuckers love little gross corner stores like little fucking right. malls to a light bulb, man. What the fuck, it's man? It's true, yo. I don't, I don't you know get what it. Man? Right. Go and it's not, a, it's not a lot of opportunities in the world for a lot of us brothers, but you know what people got to start doing? You you got to create something, and if you can't create, go to the service and get a fucking yeah. skill. See, yeah. don't let yeah. the system pimp you. Pimp the system. Exactly. At least you get off the street. At least you get benefits, right? You ain't got to go to war. If you sign up no. for the Navy, no. if you sign up for oh, Air Force, oh. you sign up for, you ain't got to go to war. Right. But you, you get in there the and you pimp the system because these youngsters don't have enough money to fuck, to date. See, what I've been telling people for years, meeting a woman is like buying a house or buying a car. Your money got to be right. Yeah, you can get the car, but can you make the monthly payments? Yeah, can you get a house, but can you keep it? It's the same thing with a bitch. When you walk up to a girl... Your money got to be motherfucking right because she want to go out to eat. She right. want to go to a movie. She want to get her right. hair and nails done sometimes. She might have a problem one month. She might need you to kick in 
for gas, light bill, cable, or car note over the child. True. So when I'm trying True. to teach men, keep your dick in your pants and stack your motherfucking bread. You know, Tupac said, "Jerk off, man, and go and get that hustle." Go get that motherfucking money. <laughs> because here's Yo, the thing, right? A nigga meet a fine bitch. You ain't got your life together, so now you fuck up her life. You get her pregnant. You got four <laughs> other baby mamas. Now everybody fucked up. Now that's three generations to recover. Because your life is fucked up. The baby mama's life is fucked up. And then the child in the in the womb, life's going to be fucked up. Yeah, because the woman going to be mad, and the woman going to tell the child, your daddy ain't shit. And then the dude's right. going to be like, my daddy ain't shit, so I ain't going to be shit. And whatever. I, listen, there's too many bum niggas breeding, man. Bum yep. niggas is breeding too much. They need to cut that shit out. It's too many. Some niggas get together. You have, you've seen bum niggas together. Yeah. Um, let's get together. Now we should breed. No, motherfucker. Don't breed. Make more, you bum niggas. A lot of That's bum so niggas true. are making more bum niggas. And there's That's a bum true. nigga society going on. And it's a cyclical thing. But the government's like, thank you for making more bum niggas. Because we need these bum niggas to go to prison. And we pay you for every time you make another bum nigga. We give you little benefits. You understand? That's true. Yeah. And it's a, it's a purposely done. So they kind of like that the family is broken up. They like that the father, if they don't have fathers, because it helps the system. It helps the crime system. It keeps cops in, 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 in you know, working when they have a bunch of bum niggas running around. You see? That's true. Mm-hmm. And then they get upset at you. They get upset at you when you ain't a bum nigga. It's no, it's no different than the comedy game. It's no different than what we're in. Like, I'm trying to keep my dignity in this business. And you know, TK, there's some niggas that have pulled their fucking pants down in this business. That's real. Right. You can tell. You can tell. I said, Mm -hmm. these white folks don't like you that much, motherfucker. How are you in everything? Stop. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not taking, I'm not saying cats ain't working hard, but I know there's some compromising going on. I go, please, I'm working just as hard as you. And I'm probably, I'm saying, I'm probably more talented than you. I'm not saying I'm the most talented, but I know that mm-hmm. I'm like, please, I'll run circles around you, dude. But all of a sudden, they're in everything. I go, something but, went but, down. But, no, 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 I'm not going to I'm not gonna let you, I'm not going to let you go that way. So I'm going to take the steering no. wheel and come back to this other lane. So let me share to you okay. what, how life is. See, life is just not fair, Godfrey. See, when people start thinking like that, it takes the pressure off you. You got to play the hand that you dealt. See, when you play the hand that you dealt, you don't look in nobody else's lane. You stay focused. Because you know what success is, Godfrey? People get success fucked up. But success is that you pay your light. Let me finish. No, let me finish. Success is that you can pay your light and gas bill, that you can pay your car note. That you're healthy. See, when you got all the things, you got success. Let's let's take my man that created Apple, right? Don't you know if that man, he would have gave up every fucking dollar he earned in his life if they said, you can live two more days. He would say, yes, take it all. I just want two more days. See, yes, we measure success by the Eddie Murphys the Kevin Hart's, right? Because we want to be on TV. We want to do movies. But let's say I'm your professor. And I say, Doctor, I want you to do research on Afro-American men and women in the television and movie business. And I want you to come back and give me statistics on how we have achieved over the years. It's still the same. Samuel Jackson is in every fuck thing in the world. If Martians are watching TV in outer space, there's only one black motherfucker on Earth, and it's the same guy, Samuel Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm for real. (laughs) One black motherfucker. He has the record for being in the most movies. He's like, he's generated the most money, like $4 billion. Right. Now, from, from a street nigger, I wouldn't brag about that because, nigga, you ain't getting a taste of all that. You got pimped. Ain't no more. Give me something. Motherfucker came to get me to do a deal 
And he said, Mr. Kirkland, we're going to give you five, 45%. I said, you out your motherfucking mind. Why would I take 45% and I'm the star? I don't get that, sir. I said, let's 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 switch just for a minute. I said, I'll take eighty five percent, and you give fifteen. I said because you're not putting no money up on this deal. You just bought a deal right. to me. But normally, if you want twenty five percent, you are putting up money. And right. I, I I let that shit sit on the table for about a month. And he came back because I told him, motherfucker, I ain't need it. I ain't need it. Hmm. But I'm not going to let you right. pimp me. I'm not going to let nobody I know get pimped. Just like if you call me. You said, TK, what we do? What I tell you? Nigga, I don't give a fuck if it's a dollar. We coming home with 99 cents. I don't know. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what they do with that penny. See, because what right. people don't know is all the people, me, David, and Tommy manage. They don't know that we manage Sandra Bullock. They don't know that we manage Tommy, I mean, uh, um, Michael Hall, John Lucasam. People don't know that I was behind all this shit. That we that we managed um, 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 Mike Gepps, you, JJ. I had all of y'all. Yeah, you brought, you brought, I tell people when I bring your name up, they go, how are you connected to TK Kirkland? Like, they don't, it's two different worlds. Like, they see me. Exactly. They don't see me being even randomly close to a guy like you. <laughs> exactly. And I told him, first of all, we're black people, okay? We're black folks. I could be his fucking cousin. You don't know. We're so That's different. True. It's like black people. And so, so he goes, they go, I go, yeah, T.K. Kirkland brought me out to New York City. I said, he saw me in Chicago a few times, and he said, hey, man, I like your shit. Your shit is corny, but I, I thought it was funny when you said it was corny. Because I right. was just saying that I'm, I'm just not like you. So that was just like fine with that. Well, you're like, you shit is corny, but it's funny. You need to come back. Right. <laughs> so we go, I'm going to introduce you to a manager, my friend, a guy, David and Tom. And Tom met me in Chicago. You hooked that up. And then yep. we talked. Came out to New York. Slept on David's whatever. They got me an right. apartment, which is funny. This is how funny. They got me an apartment. And the first person that I met that opened the door was Viola Davis. Wow. That was Viola Davis that I roomed with for like two months until I started arguing right. with the white dude in that apartment because I was going to punch him in his throat because he was being like, he was being um, that white fear when the black dude walked in. And Viola Davis was like, I remember she told me in my room, she said, you know, don't worry about him. You know, oh, you're a black male. You know that that fucking insecurity. Right. Violet Williams has always been pro-black. That's why she's mm -hmm. so dope now. You tell her right. fuck is like it is with her face. So she, I was able to have the privilege of rooming with her for maybe two months before I moved out wow. and back to David. Yeah, she was at Juilliard right. at the time. So okay. Her, and you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I almost, like you said, success. Like, it's those simple things. That is what success is. I've been doing comedy 20 years. I've been, I haven't had a job in 20 years. I've done shit. It's not like I haven't done anything. Right. But sometimes, I will literally compare you to other people. And I go, yeah, right. that's my man. Kevin is my dude. That's his success. And I'm happy for him. That's my man. I know Kev. Like, we're not the same. It's like, we're not. Right. But what people don't things. understand. Right, but here's what people don't understand. There's a history. Just like there's a history yeah, of me right. of success through the 90s up to now. Nigga, don't forget, right. we got you one of the coldest gigs in the world, a 7-Up commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't yeah. get it fucked up, nigga. Right. You got one of the coldest gigs in history back when that shit was popping. It was pop, and it was a. Uh, I never was a spokesperson for anything. I did commercials before, but that was a big deal. Got that shit. I was in Europe at the time when they called me to come to America. I was in Spain on a nude beach, dude. Right. <laughs> I was, and then David and them said, "Hey, you got to come back. They want you for this soda commercial bullshit." And I said, "Well, I ain't coming if it's a cattle cattle call." And they were like, right. short list. 
So I said, you know what? I, I cut my, my trip down. I came back. And then they, then, then I shot that show on Bravo that, uh, um, um, the It Factor was the first reality right. show before all the reality shows. And so they followed mm-hmm. me around and I got the, and that, that blew my shit up a little bit. But you know what? Here's the thing. It didn't, it didn't like affect me. I was like, this comes and goes, man. I've always taken my gifts exactly. like that. Like, hey, I, but it comes and goes. But the niggas that we know, and you know what I'm talking about, the dudes that we know that are a little bit ahead of us, these motherfuckers act like they're messiahs when you come around them. I'm like, my man, I knew you when you was about, you were going to commit to That's suicide. That's real thought. It's, yeah, that's you, right. You, don't, don't know who T.K. Kirkland is. I don't give a fuck. That motherfucker brought us out here, bro. He brought That's us out thought. here, man. I wouldn't have been New York City if it wasn't for, for T.K. I wouldn't have even survived if it weren't for Tony Woods. One week I was in New York, and I had a dude that was supposed to let me stay with a nigga, fucking fake me out, and Tony Woods, out of the goodness of his heart, I was in Manhattan proper doing doing talent gig in Queens. And this was right. Tony Woods said, man, you can stay at my apartment. You know what I mean? I don't really I know I know you from Chicago a little bit, but you can stay for a week. I never forgot that shit. I don't forget right. the people who fucking brought me out. I mean, George Wilborn was another factor. George Wilborn contributed to my shit in Chicago. I don't forget right. these people in a lot of these Negroes and and you know who they are. They act like mm-hmm. they they just change on you. I go, you're not better than me, nigga. You you're doing things, but it doesn't mean you're better than me, man. We're all no. in the same boat. This but is that's what I'm trying to say. Journey, you don't even have to have that type of conversation. Just stay in your lane. Do what you do, because yeah. like I said, Godfrey, everybody has a role on earth. Everybody does what they do. And this is yeah. whatever anybody got, they deserved it and wish them luck. What I try to teach people is you're healthy. You can try God for you that you haven't worked the job, nigga, since I put I touched you. When I touched That's you and got you the motherfucking New York City, you've been balling ever since nigga, did you hear what you just said? I was on a new yeah. beach in Spain. Go down the street when you get to New York, line a hundred motherfuckers up, black people, and go and ask how many motherfuckers have been on a new beach in Spain. Right. <laughs> a hundred of them niggas going to tell you no. <laughs> you happy, fam. You enjoying life. And that's yeah. what it's all yeah. about. See, people don't know all the people I've touched yeah. in this motherfucking world. From street niggas to mm. comics. Mm. Only the people that was close to me, yeah. like you, the uh, uh, Mike Epps, who sometimes, Mike Epps will be some timey sometimes, depending on his bipolar what? situation. Love what him, but you don't know what you're going to He's always been the same dude. He's, he's some timey. Like, you'll get, you don't know what Mike you're going to get. Mike will be like, right. Godfrey, next minute Mike's not in the mood. And I go, but Mike's always been like that. He's always yeah. kept it real. <laughs> and it's like, if Mike ain't in the mood, he ain't in the mood. If he's in the mood, but right. he's always been consistent. I always go, Mike Epps has always been the same guy. So I want to hear it. You know, he's, he's, right. he's, he's consistent. And I like that. <laughs> I ruled with him for two years. For two you know? years. Mike Epps was begging to find an apartment. He needed a place to stay. I was in that raggedy-ass apartment in Long Island City when I was working on the Cosby show. When Cosby's right. son was murdered, and Mike right. needed a place to stay, the dude I was staying with went back to L.A. He was done. This nigga named Gene, and I said, "Hey, Mike, why don't you come live with me? It's only fucking three hundred seventy-five dollars a month. It's a shitty ass apartment, and there's some prostitutes around the corner that's selling pussy, and it's right next to a donut shop. Come through." <laughs> and he came through. I don't. You can't even afford Long Island City now. And then I walk in one day. Right? Guess who's laying on the floor? Leslie Jones Ooh. is staying with us. He needs a place. Wow. Stayed in my fucking apartment, you know, and, and you know, me, we kind of fell out. A friend of mine, and she was like, one day she was screaming at me about something. I said, Leslie, I'll let you stay in my apartment. I mean, I was never mean to you. I was like, you you yelling at me don't even make sense. Right. I, I've, never, I've never done anything to you. So now that she's like a celebrity, Oh, I don't think she'd ever say anything to me. But I said, I'm never going to forget you laying on my floor. Fuck that Real shit. Thought. You know? 
I was around a lot of these cats, man. I go, you guys, I'm not your fan. I'm your friend. I got right. the skills to do, do, to do damage, too. So don't walk past me like I'm some fucking fan. Don't do right. that. I'm a yeah, and, 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 and people who are they are. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, people are who they are. I don't want people to think like your podcast fucking bitching, but I'm like, I'm just keeping that shit real. No, 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 no. It's not about that. The the thing about my show is I just like talking. I don't ask questions. I just want to shoot the breeze and talk like we always, always talk. And just let people who have never heard of you before, who have never heard of me before, connect the dots and, and figure out how the fuck. Does Goffrey know T to the motherfucking K? Like, I'm going to interview Bob Sumner soon because I need the world to know I was the first nigga they called to do Death Jam. The comics don't know that. No, I didn't know Comics don't know that Death Jam was built around T.K. Kirkland, Tina Graham, Bob Sumner, everybody that told the world that. Wow. Them motherfuckers had me audition so many times for Death Jam. I never got on it. And I used to kill. I used to go to fucking, uh, remember Peppermint Lounge? Man, do I remember Peppermint Lounge. I, I did Peppermint. I know you was nothing for you. I did Peppermint Lounge five times. And I've killed every time. And that's a scary motherfucking place. I used to think about that. Yes, it, it is. It was like, David David would say, "Hey Godfrey, you got it. You got Peppermint Lounge on in in three weeks." And I'd be like, "Oh my god!" And all I would think about was Peppermint Lounge for three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> think about Peppermint Lounge. And I remember I killed every time. And Bob Sumner, he tried to throw me in different spots, and I go, "Bob, I'm I'm killing." And he never gave me a Death Jam date. He hated on. Wow, me. So I never I, knew that. Oh. Yeah, he never and he he. Put I think I, I think know, that's when I was fighting cases. I couldn't I couldn't handle them at that time because you gotta remember right at that time on, too. He put on man. All, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he put on all the Chicago dudes around me and not me. He put everybody else. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I probably would have got you on, but because I right. was I was distracted by fighting cases at that time. <laughs> I couldn't take care of my people. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, then nobody would go to jail more than me in the nineties, nigga. You know, like nobody went to jail more than me. Never used to get jealous, but whenever I would travel to a new country, you go, "Yo, Godfrey, where'd you come from? Damn, you went to China, damn! I can't wait to be able to leave the country." Remember that shit, yo? You could go anywhere. I couldn't go nowhere. Nope. Oh, I forgot about nope. that. Yeah, you were like, yo, where'd you go this time? Damn. I used cool. to live through you. I know. I can't wait till my case is up. <laughs> right. I used to live through you, dog. <laughs> I mean, you should come from London. There's that, you know, they got so much, like, especially the urban comedy in Europe. It's so, like, it's nothing compared to America. You would be, right. man. Oh my, oh my, oh my God. You would fucking, what? But yeah, a lot but of these comics you. will not, they will not tell you about those gigs. They won't. No, they you. won't. They're going to they're gonna keep that. You need to get overseas, bro. You need to, at least London. You need to go to London, man. You would, oh my God. <sighs> you would yeah, we're going to hook that up. Huh? You have to because they don't, these punk fucking bitch-made comics are not going to tell you about London. Right. They're going to get a kickback from you. But I'm going to find a way. Fuck these bastards, man. And I'd be telling them, like, yo, why didn't you tell me about London? Because people will be in the audience go, why, why did you come to London? Why didn't you fucking come, man? Right, right. I know people that go, but they never tell me. These, these That's bitch-made niggas are in the lunchroom in high school still, man. What right, and that's what, and comedy. See, what I was trying to do, hanging out with the Dr. Dre's, hanging out with the Jay Z's. Mm-hmm. I had the mindset yeah. before anybody had the mindset was putting people on. You already know that. Yeah. My whole thing back then, yeah. 
let me find this dude, let me find this dude. I'm going to put people on. And I still do it to this day in so many different ways. But when I found that, no one gave a fuck. Only out of the whole crew that we have, Godfrey, I can see you anywhere in the world. You can call me anywhere in the world. You always going to tell the truth about how Mike F got on, how JJ got on, how Sandra Bullock got got on, how Michael Hall got on. You're gonna like listen, motherfucker. I don't care what nobody else say. If it wasn't for TK Kirkland, none of them niggas would be fucking famous. It's true. It's the truth. And motherfuckers it's don't know true. that. So that's why we have these type of shows. So people can hear right. it from real motherfuckers like comedian Godfrey. When you see his face, yeah. you're going to know this nigga is the most purest, most honest motherfucker on face of the earth. I swear to God. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just so angry. where are you now? Are you in Connecticut or Canada? I am in Edmonton, Canada. I'm at the comic strip. I got here Wednesday. So, you know, I do a lot of Canadian comedy. I was in Toronto last week. So I'm in Edmonton, right. Canada. And I'll, I'll be in um, at the Denver Improv next week. You know what I'm saying? Don't okay, I'm going to be there the last week of May. Oh, that. That's you know this is going to be my Denver. first time doing Denver ever? Well, get the fuck out of here. This is going to be my first time ever what? doing Denver. What? You got, I'm I, you know what I'm going to try? Motherfuckers over the head. You're going to be there in May? Right, last week of May. Okay, I'm gonna try. Like I'm doing my shows, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna bring you up. I'm gonna bring you up. I'm gonna bring you up because, like, yeah. I've been doing good numbers in different places. I've been selling out in Toronto. I sold all my shows out. I was like, fuck. Oh, that's great. I think that Instagram, Instagram is working. Like the Instagram, the podcasting, all that shit's starting to. It's starting to work. It's like people are like, ah, I see the, I see the growth in numbers finally, man. Right, yeah, right. Man. Yeah, you just got to you know promote it hard, yo. You just got to promote it hard and keep doing your thing. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to have a million followers one day because I already know That's how to pimp a million followers on my IG. It's all about the dollars for me. Yeah. That's but all it's but about. here's the crazy thing. Here's a young man, mm. right? No, really, no movies, really, no TV, and sell out right. around the country. That's insane. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I still put fear in these niggas' heart when I walk in the room to try to do a show. I ain't going on at the TK. They, they still fight with. They still fight Godfrey. They still. It still becomes an argument. Yo, I got a question. Uh-huh. With that scruncho shit, what the fuck was that? Well, you know what? This part we're going to cut out, and I'm going to tell you why. We're never going to oh. give anybody the opportunity to shine because the world is based on negativity, right? See, social media is really built on negativity. So right. when you bring up negativity, see, we will blow that nigga up. Yeah, fuck that. Skip that. Talking about this. Next. And that's not what we want to do. Next, next, yeah, we next, up. Okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> so my thing is this now. My thing is this now. Like you saying negativity now. I've been on. I've been. I've been better. One thing I like the thing about my girlfriend is she's taught me this. She taught me to to to. She said you don't have to kiss anybody's ass. You can still be professional, keep your dignity, but you got to be honest. It's okay. Don't fucking kiss up. Don't let people see you desperate and shit. She can find it. Right. She knows she goes, you can actually be respected if you have boundaries. Like you go, no, I, this is me. Be business-like. They're going to respect you. They have yes, to. Sir. Yes, sir. You know, but when you're acquiescing and you're, you're looking all desperate, they're not going to respect that shit. Don't be like those other motherfuckers. Just the way that's your true. comedy is, your business, your business needs to be the same way. That's the one thing. That's the reason why I stay around her because she's so... She's just got my back, 100%. Yeah, but it's time to do the right thing, Godfrey. I told you. I don't want you to see. I don't want to. I don't know what happened and where it happened. I'm glad it happened because it made you tougher. It gave you character. 
you had substance. You know what I mean? Because before the world mm-hmm. took advantage of you. So I don't, all right. the shit that you've gone through just made you tough, which is beautiful. But what I'm going to say to you before I get off the phone is always remember in life to have your own, you got to create your own lane. See, like yeah. I was saying, we got distracted earlier. See, if I told you to, to do statistics on the on the show on blacks, this is a game we will lose, yo. The, yeah. and the TV and movie industry is not built for Afro-American people. We get a little right. shot here and there. We get a shot. We get a three-pointer. You know, we got Get Out yeah. this year. But one black yeah. film compared to 500 movies? Yeah. yeah. One black yeah. film? We we get one black film to 500 movies. White people get right. a new star on TV every day. You watch TV, like, I've never seen that motherfucker before. Every got a TV. Now, who is this guy? Yeah, right. Every now, day. but we can't hate because they own the playing field. We are right. in the stands. And every now and then, they pull a ticket and say, hey, seat section, seat 57, section E, you got a chance to come at bat. And that person gets a chance at bat. But what you have to do in this world, you got to do an ice cube. You got to do my man in Atlanta um, um, that do the all the movies for like in two days and make million dollars. What's his name? Oh, you mean uh, stupid ass uh, Terry? Um, um, Perry? Yeah, Terry Tyler. Tyler Perry. So you have to create right. your own lane like these two guys have. Now, because now you don't have to answer to anybody. And that's what, if anybody is doing this, that's what you have to do. Because to go to an audition is really, I've never been on an audition. Everything I've ever been in, a motherfucker gave it to me because I was right for the part. But when you go to audition, right. they already know who the fuck they want. Yeah. They already know. Now, if you do yeah. well, they say, oh, you did fucking fantastic. We're going to keep your mind for something else. Right. But I've right. always see, I've always been a hustler. You've always known this since day one. If it was a choice to go on an audition, they were like, you got to do an audition. And me picking up money over here, I ain't going to no motherfucking audition. Like with TK. Right. TK just picked up a lot of money, but they caught him coming out. He locked up. <laughs> <laughs> he locked up. <laughs> Yo, Dan, they got, they got TK again. Fuck. <laughs> but I always bail out, though. Don't I, yo? Always. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> always. <laughs> Friday, they got tea. They got tea. <laughs> Seven o'clock at night. Oh, hey, what's up, T? You got out? Yeah, I'm cool, dog. I'm cool. Let's go. Yeah. And I got to fight that for 10 years. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I thank God. I thank God for you. I'm glad that everybody I touched went on to be really, really successful. Now I'm out here touching people around the world with this podcast, um, getting niggas jobs, um, helping motherfuckers get houses, teaching women how to manage their pussy so they don't get fucked up right here with bum-ass niggas <laughs> and teaching bum-ass niggas not to get fucked up with bum-ass bitches. It's a crazy world. <laughs> it's a crazy motherfucking world. Godfrey, on that note, I got to get my ass in the gym. Yo, I love you, fam. Uh, Have a safe There you go. Yeah, baby. You know I stay in that motherfucker, yo. I'm getting ready to put my four hours in. So, you know, I love you for yeah. life, family. Uh, I'll let you know when it's going to be posted on air so you can listen to it so you can tell oh, your fans right. to check it out. Oh, yeah, check out. And comedy, oh, wait, GodfreyComedian.com is the website. Comedian Godfrey right. is the ID. Godfrey Comedian is the Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And to everybody, you know what I always say? From the great Eric Von Zip, may your pain be champagne. Tea to the motherfucking K. Godfrey, love you, fam. All right, boy. Talk to you soon. (laughs) 
This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Charlemagne the God, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.